0: Today we're talking about when not to pay off your credit card debt. If you're self-employed, if you're a gig worker or solopreneur, you've come to the right place to learn how to retire wealthier, retire sooner, and retire happier. This is the Rogue Retirement Lounge. So last week I got an email from Mark who lives in Idaho and it went like this. Hi, Matt. I've got a question about paying off credit card debt. I'm 32 years old, and this year I started a small handyman business, which has started out better than I expected. I spent most of my savings on a used van, and I've purchased some tools on a credit card. Though I am getting a lot of calls, I can already see the future, and that is that I'll be continuing to buy specialty tools as as specific jobs require for at least the short-term foreseeable future. That said, according to the experts, you shouldn't start investing until you're debt-free, but at the rate I'm going, it could be a couple years before I've got all the tools I'll end up needing, as well as the cash flow and savings that I would need to manage new purchases once my debt is paid off. So with my situation, what should I do about retirement savings now while I'm carrying debt? Okay, Mark, um... So, there's a lot here. And first off, congratulations on striking out there on your own. Seriously, there is no reason why you can't make six figures if you learn how to promote yourself, Uh, if you do good work, um, get referrals. And um, well, anyway, the sky's the limit. So, congratulations on that. But first off, are you licensed? Are you bonded? Are you insured? Um, I I realize it may not seem like a big deal while you're doing handyman stuff, but you're going into people's houses. There are liabilities issues, et cetera. I'm no expert on building trades and what kind of business licenses you need over there in Idaho, but I'd really just encourage you to find out all the paperwork and city county BS that you need to deal with and get some insurance, get lots of insurance. When I started my business, um, I found a good insurance broker who walked me through the liability insurance that I might need. um, And I realize, I I totally realize this is apples and oranges, but um, some places where I was doing my video production stuff, they wouldn't even let me walk into the building until they had received uh, insurance documents from my agents, naming them on my policy, um, you know, and proving that I was carrying, I mean, shit, some places required like $3 million in liability coverage. So private citizens like you're going to probably be working with aren't likely going to be that uptight. But you do need to protect yourself both via insurance and with your business entity. So, you know, talk to a lawyer about this stuff, form an LLC just as a protectionary measure so that if you do screw something up and someone does decide to sue you, they'll be suing the LLC and supposedly won't be able to come after your personal assets in case you accidentally shoot their kid with a nail gun or whatever crazy accident might happen to someone in your line of work. Okay. End of sermon, I'm not a tax advisor, and I'm definitely not a legal advisor, but in today's world, you really need to cover your bases, and even if you're just a one-man show, you need to protect yourself in every way possible. Okay, so let's talk about debt. One thing that you didn't mention here is the interest rate that you're playing that you're paying on your credit card. So, just for the sake of my little illustration that I'm going to be using as I answer your question, I looked up what I'm paying on one of my business credit cards, which is an Alaska Air Miles Visa from Bank of America, and I'm paying 11.24% on that card. Okay. So, here's the standard argument and rule that you're going to get from most finance gurus, like for instance, Dave Ramsey, and that is don't invest until you've paid off all of your debt. Why? Well, in general, it goes something like this. You're going to be paying more in interest on your credit card than you're likely to be able to make on your investment returns. So pay off your high interest debt and then you can start investing. Okay. It's kind of as simple as that. And um, in general, well, at least on paper, I think that's pretty good advice. Credit card debt for most people is toxic and should be avoided or paid off as soon as humanly possible. Okay, so you got that, Mark? Pay off those credit cards ASAP. But do you have to have a zero balance on your credit cards before you can invest? In my opinion, the answer is no. Dave Ramsey will tell you not to invest until you're debt-free except for your mortgage, and he's not the only one, but I look at it differently. It's not a black-and-white issue, especially for us self-employed people. So when I started my video production business back in 2006, I was in a similar place as you're in right now. I had to buy camera gear, lots of it, and it was expensive. Then if I had a shoot that required specific lights or green screens or wireless mics or whatever, you know, I'd have to get these things. And those were and still are the tools of my trade. And for the majority of the last 15 years, I, truth be told, have been carrying a balance on my credit card because replacing, upgrading, and um, adding to my toolkit has been kind of a never-ending process. I mean, there's a new camera every couple of years that I have to get or that I wanna get. But the best thing that I ever did for myself through this process of keeping my business going and buying equipment that I need for the business was not to listen to Dave Ramsey when it comes to dealing with this credit card debt. Why? let's fast forward to next April. Tax time is going to come at you, Mark. And I don't know you personally, but I can almost guarantee if, you're, if your business is doing better than you expect, you're probably not putting enough of your earnings aside to pay for your taxes come next tax season. But don't worry, um, you know the rest of us didn't either, at least most of us in our first few years of self-employment. So I, now I don't know what a handyman pulls down in Idaho, especially in his first year, but let's just say that you gross, I don't know, 75K this year. And let's say that your expenses, your tax deductible expenses for tools and everything else that's deductible in your business comes to 25K this year. Okay, now this is just to illustrate a point. Don't rely on the numbers. I'm just using them to just to make the point here. So so I went into a little tax calculator at smartasset.com and with those numbers, 75K in income gross, 25K in deductions, you're gonna owe about 15 grand in taxes in April in the state of Idaho. and that includes your federal and your state taxes. So now let's just pretend for this illustration that you've got $6,000 in credit card debt. And let's say you happen to have exactly $21,000 in the bank so that you can pay your $15,000 tax bill and pay off your credit card and be even. So should you pay off your credit card? Well, if you do, over the next year, you're going to save yourself around $700 in interest, assuming that you just made minimum payments next year. Now, remember, we're, uh, that's on a, uh, based on 11% interest. Now, let's look at what happens if instead of paying off your card, you put that $6,000 into an IRA, based on the numbers that I found on that smart asset calculator, if you made a $6,000 contribution to your IRA instead, your tax burden would go down by $1,650. Now I'm rounding here. So if you want a completely accurate picture, run the numbers yourself, but that is an immediate 27% return on your money, meaning that you took that six grand And instead of paying off your credit card, you put that into a tax deductible IRA. That saved you $1,650 in taxes, which means that that's an instant, like 27% return on your money. Okay. So instead of paying $15,000 in taxes and six grand on your credit card, you'd be paying around $13,300 something in taxes and paying yourself. Or at least your IRA, six grand. That'd leave you around that $1,650. So the ability to get an instant 27% return on your money is way better than paying off your credit card to save 11% in interest over the next year. And with that $1,650 that you save on your taxes that you'll have in cash, you'll be able to pay off uh, about 25% of your credit card with that money that you saved. And you'll have six grand in an account that will start growing today, giving you the compound effect starting today, not next year or the year after when you finally get that card paid off. So, there there was a lot of numbers to absorb there, but I hope that makes sense. There are times when it's smarter not to pay off debts and take advantage of the tax benefits of paying yourself. So again, this is not tax or financial advice, but I can tell you, I would have been seriously screwed if I would have waited until I had no credit card debt before I funded my IRAs. So, Mark, thank you for the question. I appreciate it. And if you have a question that you would like me to answer on the show, be sure to drop me a note at matt at Also, if you're getting value from this show, the best way to support it is to sign up for a BlockFi account. We've talked about this before. You'll get up to $250 in free crypto, and I'll get a little kickback myself. And while you're at it, Get yourself that BlockFi credit card. You'll, can, you will can earn up to 3.5% back in the form of Bitcoin. And I'll tell you, I got my first Bitcoin reward back last week and it felt great. Way better than the accumulation of miles, which I also love. So go to rogueretirementlounge.com slash crypto and get onto BlockFi. It's the bank of the future. Uh, oh, and did I mention that I'm making 4.5% interest on my Bitcoin holdings in there, that's a beautiful thing too. Anyway, rogueretirementlounge.com slash crypto. I'd appreciate it a lot. And I will be back soon. So remember, make your money work for you. Talk to you later. Nothing in this podcast is meant to be financial, legal, or tax advice. Though there's some kick-ass information here, it's for informational purposes only. Take control of your retirement planning, but get professional counsel if you need tax, legal, or financial advice. For more content like this, join my mailing list at rogueretirementlounge.com. And if you have questions about retirement investing, entrepreneurship, business, or anything else, my email address is matt at rogueretirementlounge.com.